RTL Original Podcast. It's not often that we get to pick the brains of bona fide legends of rock, so when we got time with Ian Anderson of the incredible Jethro Tull, it would have been criminal if we were to skirt the issue of Song 2. The full interview is available on RTL Play, by the way. Here, though, Ian gives us his viewpoint on track listing and details why it is that the second and last tracks on a record are not the best in show. Hi, this is Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull, and you're listening to RTL Today Radio. I run a podcast called Song 2. Um, it effectively argues that the second track of any given album can be described as that album uh, album's best or at least most significant track. I'm speaking to musicians to try and find out if they ascribe or differ to that theory, and I'm wondering what your thoughts may be. Well, it's very easy to, to uh, apply some analysis to, to albums and say where the, the prime track exists. But I have to say, in my case, it's always driven by rather more pragmatic concerns because I want to make sure that the album has the right pace. In other words, you want to start it off and evolve and go through it without all the songs being in the key of E major in the same tempo, you know, which would be incredibly boring. And, and I'm amazed quite often when I've listened to other people's work that you know they don't they don't seem to spend any time sequencing the album um, uh, tracks in, in a way that makes sense. So the the prime track could be track one track two, track ten, whatever it might be. It's where it fits best on the album, since the album is hopefully a, a meaningful uh, bringing together of a lot of songs that belong on that album, not on another album. They are um, conjoined sets of twins in a, in a moderately large family, and so they, they belong together. the songs that way I mean the album that I'm working on now for it started off in its first sketch is you know I started writing out tempos writing out uh, song subjects writing out the um, the keys that they would be in and then I, I try to build all of the music around those thoughts so I have a sequential album I started recording the first track and um, at the end of August after another two days of recording we will finish off with track number 12. So it's all done in sequence, but it's pre-planned. I guess I'm not typical to other people though in that regard, but um, it would be hard for me to say, you know, the best track is the, uh, the second one.
I think probably you'd find on on most of Jethro Tull's albums the um, the key track is not necessarily the first one. It's probably somewhere quite a long way down. But in the days of vinyl, it wouldn't be the last track for sure, because the last track on a vinyl record, you're beginning to get a lot of inner groove distortion and generally speaking, having to cut the level a little quieter because of trying to get it, squeeze it onto the record. So, um, you know, last track on a, on a, on a, a vinyl album is probably not, not the best place to put your hard hitting heavy rock song. You know, it's just technically a bad idea. 